0: Second thing is, if you're not aware of it, Josh Lajani and I have a book that is free on Amazon Kindle. It's called Sick to Fit. And if you just go to Amazon and search for Sick to Fit, you'll be able to download it for free and read it on any Kindle-enabled device, even a phone, smartphone, tablet, computer, whatever. All right, let's get to today's episode. Here's your Friday fertilizer from Plant Yourself. I'm your host, Howard Jacobson. Today's fertilizer is called Platform nine and three quarters. When we adopt a new habit, we often experience a honeymoon period. Partly it's our enthusiasm and motivation at the first flush of hope and desire. And partly we've chosen this time to start because it's particularly convenient or easy. But the universe will test our resolve not too long after that. It can feel like slamming into a brick wall at the end of a runway. The weather will get shitty, and your morning walk will become unpleasant, treacherous, or even impossible. You'll strain your back muscle and have to rest and rehab instead of continuing your 5K training. You'll get sick, or your kid will get sick, and you won't have the time or energy to devote to shopping for and prepping your big salad and green smoothie. You'll resent the obstacle. It will feel unfair. It's like the universe is telling you, nope, not for you. But that's not what's going on at all. The obstacle is the way. The universe is actually moving on your behalf here. The universe, first of all, wants to know, are you serious about this change? It wants to see commitment, resolve, resilience, hunger for betterment. And second, the universe wants to harden you up, Because life isn't easy or convenient. That's not the story you incarnated into. Something is always going to get in the way. And as the Stoics knew, the obstacles are there not to piss you off or make you give up in despair. The obstacles are there to make you stronger. Just like a beloved teacher will keep challenging you with harder and harder work once you've mastered the easy stuff. Choose your own adventure. Maybe your next step is to make friends with shitty weather. Our ancestors didn't have a choice in that regard, but you do. Maybe your next step is to bounce back from the muscle sprain to prove to yourself that this time will be different from all the times you quit in the past. Maybe your next step is to ask for help with shopping and food prep from a partner, from a nearby sibling, from a neighbor, instead of being so damn proud and self-reliant. Because the alternative, feeling sorry for yourself, will get you exactly nothing. And it's hard to describe the exhilaration that arises when you look an obstacle in the eye and refuse to back down, when you regard the obstacle as a challenge, as a sparring partner, as a stone upon which to sharpen the blade of your resolve. Platform nine and three quarters. In the Harry Potter series, young British wizards and witches who go to Hogwarts have to get to platform nine and three quarters at King's Cross Station to take the train all the way to Hogwarts. The catch is you can't just walk there. The only way to access the platform is to run through a brick barrier at full tilt, pushing your luggage trolley ahead of you. You can't walk up to the barrier and gingerly lean your way through it. You can't sidle up and casually stick a foot into the enchanted bricks. There is no safe way, or rather, there is no way that feels safe to your rational mind of crossing the barrier. The barrier is not an actual physical barrier. It's an illusion, but a very convincing illusion. And that's what makes it an effective sentinel of the threshold between past and future. Your comfortable and stale old identity and your scary and exciting new one. Crossing the barrier requires courage, commitment, and the triumph of faith over doubt. And like all barriers, the one guarding platform nine and three quarters looks like it's there to hinder you, to get in your way, to slow you down or stop you outright. But that's part and parcel of the illusion. Obstacles are slingshots. Let's take two hypothetical people who have decided to do a couch to 5k program, Anne and Beth. Anne clears time every morning and makes steady progress on her daily walks and jogs for 60 days straight. Beth, on the other hand, is good for 30 days, but on day 31 she pulls a muscle in her back and has to take three weeks off from her training. She spends some of the time reading about running form, watching YouTube videos on back stretching and strengthening exercises, and begins a gentle foam rolling practice. On day 52, she restarts her training, returning to the earliest, easiest workouts, since her conditioning has gone to shit during convalescence. The question is, who has made more progress by day 60? At first blush, it's an easy math problem. Anne is far ahead. She's done way more workouts and has made more material progress. Speed, stamina, etc. But hold on. Neither Anne nor Beth has ever done anything like Couch to 5k before. This is a new experience for both of them. With every workout, every interaction with the app, every calendar accommodation they make to fit in the day's activity, they are forging a new identity. Anne has demonstrated daily consistency over two months. That's worth a lot, and it's actually awesome. A plus for Anne. But Beth has overcome an obstacle. She's dealt with pain, disappointment, and doubt. She's grown her understanding of her body's limits and weaknesses and developed a plan to deal with them. And most important, Beth got back up on day 52 and reclaimed her identity as a 5K athlete. That moment accelerated her inner journey in a way that an incident-free process never can. It acted as a slingshot She can now observe herself walking around the block after that 21-day hiatus, amazed at her own resilience. If she needed proof that she was serious, that this time would be different from all the others, this was it. What seemed like a three-week setback actually served as a powerful ritual of initiation into the tribe of athletes. Beth has gone through the crucible and come out certain of herself and her commitment, That's the power of the barrier. It looks like it will slow you down or stop you outright, and it will if you lose heart. If you see through its illusory nature and use it to manifest your commitment to a new and scary and oh-so-wonderful future, you will emerge transformed. Assessing Obstacles It occurs to me that platform nine and three quarters might not be the best metaphor here. I don't want you to run into brick walls or run with a cranked back just to prove how tough and committed you are. You don't have to become recklessly aggressive with your training. You don't have to go 100% raw vegan if your goal is to reduce processed and animal-based foods from your diet. You don't have to begin your meditation practice with a 30-day solitary retreat in darkness. Don't go looking for trouble. That's just ego justifying itself or a secret wish to self-sabotage wrapping itself in bravado. Instead, be like Anne. Do your thing consistently, undramatically, pragmatically. And when obstacles arise, be like Beth. See them for what they are. Opportunities both to deepen your skill and your commitment. Be patient. Be kind to yourself and see through the illusion that these obstacles are there to spite you, to warn you off, to make you small again. The obstacles are the portal. They are there to serve you. The only way to fail the test is to refuse to take it. And once you push through your own doubts and fears, you'll be amazed at the magic that's available to you on the other side. So now it's your turn. Do you have stories of overcoming obstacles, physical, emotional, mental, social, habitual, on your way to changing your lifestyle? If so, drop a comment either on the Plant Yourself Facebook page or at plantyourself.com in the comment section below this podcast post. And if you'd like some help and guidance in overcoming those obstacles, in approaching them not with a spirit of self-pity, but in a spirit of curiosity and wonder and resolve, a couple of ways to do that. You can hire me as your coach. Check out plantyourself.com slash laser, L-A-S-E-R, all lowercase, to find out about my signature one-year unlimited laser coaching program. And if you want some in-person support. Josh Lajani and I are running retreats. The next one you can sign up for is June 4th through 7th. That's a Thursday through Sunday. And it's in Pittsburgh, North Carolina. And you can check that out at sicktofit.com NC, lowercase n, lowercase c. That's it for this week. As always, be well, my friends. So if you appreciate the Plant Yourself podcast and would like to help support the mission of the show, there's a few easy ways to do it. One is to just go to wherever you get your podcasts and leave a review. Let other people know about it. Give us some stars. Give us some love. And that really helps us be found by more people. Something else, of course, you can do is let someone know about this podcast, someone uh, who you think would benefit, send them maybe a couple of episodes that you think would uh, pique their interest or just uh, ask them to subscribe in general. And third, you can join arms and become a patron, a financial supporter of this show. You may have noticed that there's no advertising in the show and it's free for everyone and it's supported, paid for by those who can afford it. So if you would like to make a one-time contribution or an ongoing monthly pledge, you can do so at plantyourself.com slash gift. All right, time for thanks. Thanks to Will Ridenauer for allowing me to use his beautiful song, Sabali Don, The Dance of Peace. You can find more of Will's music at his website, willridenour.com. And of course, thanks to all of you Plant Yourself podcast patrons. Kim Harrison, Lynn McClellan, Anthony Disson, Brittany Porter, Dominic Maurer, Barbara Whitney, Tammy Black, Amy Good, Amanda Heatherly, Mary Jean Wheeler, Ellen Kennelly, Melissa Cobb, Rachel Behrens, Christine Nielsen, Tina Sharp, Tina Ahern, Jen Filikonofsky, David Bysak, The Mysterious, Michelle X, Elspeth Feldman, Leah Stoller, Alan Christensen, Colin Peck, Michelle Andrews, Josina, Sarah Durkus Rhymes with Circus, Kelly Cameron, Wayne Pedersen, Janet Selby, Kara Adams, Swam Franzek, Jeanette Benham, Gil Assert, David Donahue, Blair Cyber, Toronto Viso, Gio and Carol Argetati, Jody Friesner, with Funderburg, Misha Rosen, Michael Warbeck, the equally mysterious Tracy Z of Eva L. Alicia Lemus, Rebecca Hughes, Val Lineman, Rhymes with Cinnamon, Nick Harper, and Martha Bergner, Susan Amon, Molly Levine, The Inscrutable, Harry R., Susan Laverty, The Pandivian, Craig Kovic, Adam Scharf, Karen Burry, Heather Morgan, Kelly Machia, Diane Norton, Bonnie, Lynch, Plant, Happy Oregon, Sabina Kurtzels, Nigel Davies, Marion Blum, Teresa Copel, Julian Watkins, Breed O'Connell, Channel Hirsch, Shannon Hirschman, Linda Ayat, Colm Heddegard, Isa Tuzuwakani, Hainline, Aaron Greer, Alicia Davis, Heather O'Connor, Carolyn Jensen, Sherry Olikoski of Plant Powered for Health, Karen Smith, Scott Marani, Karen and Joe Crabtree, Tanya Lewis, Kirby Burton, Teresa Carell, Kevin McCauley, Elizabeth Rothschild, and Jesse, Cheryl Dwyer, Jenny Hazleton, Valerie Peltier, Peter W. Evans, Colleen Harrison, Justine Divitt, Joshua Sommermeyer, Dennis Bird, Darmy Kelly, Lori Fannie, Linane Lundquist, Valerie Humble, Emily Iaconelli, Levy Wallach, Rosamond McEntee, Dan McCorney, Stephen Leinen. Petty D. Martino, Mike and Donna Carson, Dean Bishop, Bill Brielf, Gunter Schmidt, Marjorie Lewis, Kelly Molden, Trisha Adams, Ian Kramer, Nancy Sheldon, Lindsay Basher, Gun Marie Hagen, Tracy Gullich, Laura Heaton, Meg for Mama Says, Rochelle Kennedy, Diana Goldman, Stacey Stokes, Ben Savage, Michael Kay, Holly Butler, Diana David Hughes, Connie Rogers, Claire England, Sally Robertson, Parm Ganchi, Amy Daly, Brian Tourville, Mark Jeffrey Johnson, Josie Dempsey, Karen Schmidt. Pamela Hayden, Emily Perryman, Olga Zidarowska, Alison Corbett, Richard Stone, Lauren Vaught, Edible Musings, Aaron Hasty, Sean Owens, Sagar Nayak, Erica Piedra, and Danielle Roberts for your generous support of the podcast. That's it for today. As always, be well, my friends.